Hey everybody, welcome to episode five of the Live to Die podcast, season one. This episode has got a little bit of everything in it. We're going to investigate some things and probably even fight a few more monsters. I really enjoy playing this game just because it's a great way to hang out with my friends and do something fun together, tell a story together. It's definitely a newer experience for me, as you can probably tell from my very bad skills at doing combat in Pathfinder, which we got on display in the last episode. But it's really great. It's really fun to just play and figure it out as you go along. And we're just here having a good time. So I hope you have a good time listening to it. Roll dice, be nice, and stay tuned. This is the Live to Die podcast. So, look, I'm, I'm fishing for some some hot takes here, right? Or at least some lukewarm takes. And the way I'm just going to cast this rod into the deep sea and, and really dredge for some information is I want to know what your favorite thing in a category of things you hate is. I don't care if it's music, food, movies, books, and a category of things that you just, like, dislike. What's the thing you like in it? Because, like, look, I'll come mm. out with my hot take here. I, um, I can't stand musicals. They, I, I just, I can't sit through it. I do not like them. They are so hard for me. People are shutting off this podcast. Right I know, now. I'm so sorry. That being said, I will belt every word to every single song and sound of music. Hmm. Like hmm. my life depends on it, and hmm. I absolutely hmm. love it. What is it about the musical you don't like? <sighs> okay, look, this is my like really, really bad take on musicals. I just feel like a musical is somehow the worst of two different things. It's like poorly written narrative and poorly written, for the most part, music. There are some great exceptions. Like I'll say I watched Ham uh, Hamilton, and I did largely really enjoy it because the musicals in Hamilton are songs that could stand on their own as songs. But I also had friends who did theater in college and look, they're great people. And hopefully one or two of them will listen to this podcast. And I really appreciate you. (laughs) But I saw so many like college productions of like Seussical, the musical and things like that, which I was like, yeah, this, this is neither clever nor musically that interesting. That stuff's kind of in a different category though. That's like stuff intended to be done in high schools. You know what I mean? And that's, that's just my introduction. So like, that's why I'm saying like, I'm fishing for hot mm. takes. So what's something you don't mm. like, but then a thing inside of it, you do that way we get to even it out a little bit. I'm saying like, look, I just like it, but I like, I did enjoy Hamilton and I will sing the sound of music. Like at the drop of the hat. I absolutely adore that musical. Man, I cannot think of a thing. I mean, I, I don't like pop music for the most part. Oh yeah. But like Britney Spears has bangers, straight bangers. <laughs> All the time. Yeah. True. That's fair. No Just one can spit argue fire. That. Yeah. All right. That's a, that, that's a good, like I said, it's kind of a hot, not, not the hottest take. It's, it's going to be a lukewarm take. take, but yeah. it's a good one. We learned a little about Trent today. I don't really like rom-coms as movies, but I fucking love Crazy Stupid Love. That is a oh, good a movie. Oh, that is a great yeah. one. It's a really good movie. But I will say it did prompt one of like the weirdest things I've ever heard my dad say, which was... We watched Crazy Stupid Love in the theater as a family or something. And we were leaving. We're like, oh, it's a good movie. And my dad was like, I just don't like Ryan Gosling. We were like, 
Why? Sorry. He's like, I don't understand why everybody says he's like this handsome Hollywood actor. Like, I just don't like Ryan Gosling. We're like, what do you think is not attractive about Ryan Gosling? He's like, he's got small ears. <laughs> We're like, hmm. Yeah, it's very specific. But now I can't unsee it. Every time I yeah, look at Ryan Gosling, he does have small ears. Hmm. Well, now Ryan Gosling has turned this podcast yeah. off, Jane. Yeah. Sorry, How Ryan. lost a fan. I'm having a hard time too. Yeah, me too. Well, maybe the two of you are just really great people and like everything, which is totally <laughs> fine. That's not true. Neither of those things are true. Do you enjoy <laughs> the movies that you have to watch because your children demand to watch them? I kind of do, actually. Yeah. There's some good kids' movies out there. I mean, I don't like rewatching them for the hundredth time, sure. but I like them the first few times. <laughs> then That's, it gets a little old. Like, how many times have you seen Frozen, do you think? Oh, many. Yeah. Like, like ooh, 30 plus that might be low it is that is. and i have all boys so yeah, yeah i have a girl and i've probably seen frozen 50 some odd times yeah. do you have like the movie that you've seen so much that it haunts you when you sleep <laughs> i have movies that i'm not proud i liked back in the day oh i'll take mm-hmm. i'll take like one I'd of come those back and watch them again and i'm like ooh, I'll, I'll take that pretty much all of the american pie movies yeah those don't age uh, yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Anything with Sean William Scott, who was a professor of my classically trained broness, uh-huh. um, he his movies don't really uh, uh, age very well. But I loved them. Role models mm. when role models oh, came yeah, out, and it, yeah. like we got on, we got it on the submarine. We broke that movie. We watched it so many times. <laughs> Wait, didn't role models have uh, the guy who played Big Lovin in Superbad? Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Because I've got a weird connection. Like when I was in college. I looked a lot like him to the point where it'd be like, I'd, wa- I'd be walking to class from a block or two away. And someone just roll down their window and scream at like, Hey, what's up? Big loving, which was, you know, not great. You should for, never have told us that. For self-confidence. Yeah. <laughs> you really shouldn't tell that. Uh, you know, I, I will to say all your fans listening. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. All, you are only ever going to get labeled. I am yeah. Uh, there, you, <laughs> there is, there is one Sean William Scott movie. I'll say still holds up pretty well. Can I guess? Yeah. Take a guess. Does it have the rock in it? It does. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. What's the name of that movie? It's not Walking Tall. Yeah. Is it Walking Tall? You're, you're close. You're, you're, it's a similar act, but faster. Running? Mm-hmm. Short. <laughs> you're close. <laughs> it's running and then a direction. Running. Runaway? North. Rundown. Running. The Rundown. Uh, rundown. Yeah, that's a, that is the a rundown great is a good movie. action-adventure movie. Yeah. You've got uh, Christopher Walken as the villain mm-hmm. who's delightful. Yeah. Just Anything goes full walking. with the rock. And the mm-hmm. Scottish actor who plays the pilot. I can never oh, remember his name, but he's amazing. He was just in, uh, Jane and I just the other night went to go see, um, oh no, it's not in that. I, just the other day we watched the first episode of um, Our Flag Means Death, which is a new show on uh, HBO. And it's got like Reese Darby, who's from- mm-hmm. um, Flight of the Concords. He's their manager in Flight of the Concords yeah. or I in- that uh, guy. Just so funny. It's like written by Taika Waititi, isn't it? At least, I, I, he's directed the first episode at least. Yeah. And then like, Reese Darby is also the leader of the werewolves in the movie, what we do in the shadows. Oh yeah. And it's about this, uh, like rich land, a uh, colonial land owner. Maybe he's English. I'm not sure who decides to leave his life and his wife and his family and go become a pirate. But he just wants to be like a very nice pirate. He brings a library with him and reads to all of his crew at night. And he, institutes- he doesn't like that. There's a culture of abuse and piracy between the captain and crew. <laughs> he's trying to establish that they need to talk about things like PTSD, because even if you don't look hurt, the, the life of a pirate can leave you really wounded, even in invisible ways. And like, he's trying to institute a salary so they're not driven by fear of rating and they can just work well. And it's kind of great, but that Scottish guy is their wheelman. <laughs> like he's oh, the one nice. who works the wheel. Like 
I couldn't play so I'm like yeah it's him and that's the movie I remember him from is him playing the bagpipes well, in the yeah. rundown <laughs> I thought uh, of something oh what do you mm -hmm. got I think I'm going to make many of you upset. Oh. Uh oh. I think James I'll make upset for sure. That's fine. <laughs> so since we're playing in a uh, fantasy genre. Okay. Uh, I usually like all fantasy things. Mm -hmm. I do mm -hmm. not. I I don't like The Witcher. The, the <gasps> show. That's okay. The God show. damn it. I, not, watched, I'm upset. I watched the first two episodes with my wife and I I could not get into it. I was just so confused. Nothing felt explained. I was like, "That's because you watch two episodes." Well, that's two hours. I should know mm. something that's going on. <laughs> the show really relied on you binging a lot of the first season. The second, I yeah. will say, like, I'm not going to advocate you watch a whole season of a show to watch another. I am. <laughs> what I'll say is the second season makes a lot more linear sense, mm, okay. and the joy of the first season is very much that it has some of the like Xena charm of like yeah. sort of cheesy sword and sorcery, and the fact that. It is apparent how much Henry Cavill is having a blast playing that yeah. role. Here's the thing. It, James can talk about the charm all he wants. The reason to watch it is Henry Cavill. It's very true. Slash yeah. specifically his butt. It's <laughs> very true. <laughs> that's fair. That's, I, I, I don't There's think that's like a crazy an anecdote. I'm not sure if it's this is true. It's full of hot people, that show. It's full of yeah. hot Jennifer. people. Yeah. Jennifer, yeah. The, the thing that I've heard, and I'm not sure if it's true, I think James actually told me this, was that while filming The Witcher, Henry Cavill was like working out a lot and they were, you know, making his costumes and stuff. So he like gets fitted for the costume, continues working out and just getting buffer all the time. And then is like doing some sort of like filming or dress rehearsal and like just rips out of his costume. <laughs> and they were like, this man literally busted out of his costume. He also was requesting that they make him look like dirty. He's like, I live on the plains on my own. Like I'm dirty. So they were like, oh, yeah, okay. So they were like applying a little bit of dirt to him. And he's like, no, no. Like, and he goes and rolls around in the mud. And the the costuming people were like, dear God, it's ruined. <laughs> <laughs> he does, uh, he, he grimes up really well. Yeah. Honestly, Henry Cavill is responsible for a lot of some of my favorite memes, including the cocking oh of the Oh, my God. Fist. I was just going to say that. Cocking the biceps is probably the funniest thing you ever did. <laughs> It's, he said that he don't he didn't really even like know why he did that. It was just something he did in the moment, and they were like, "We're keeping it." So after that, thank you everyone for sharing your hot takes, your medium, your lukewarm takes. Very lukewarm, yeah. Like I think mine's probably the worst. I'm saying that I don't like musicals, but then I also admitted that I I do like no. Plenty I, of I don't them. think I said a thing, so I don't think it's that lame. Mm -hmm. I know you, um, what was it? You, you, you said you had bad taste in movies when you were younger, or you had regrettable, you had some That's movies. That's true, I had a regrettable taste in movies, yeah. Yeah. And, weirdly, you don't like watching Frozen for the 80th time? Yeah. I, I get weird about re-watching movies, like, nonstop. Mm. Um, however, there are a few. Maybe that's it. I don't like watching movies over and over and over. Mm. But the new King Arthur movie with... The guy Richie made, that's the one. Not that new. I will watch that movie all the time. Didn't that come out like six years ago? <laughs> yeah. it's, the newest, it's the newest King Arthur story, though. There's sure. not been Probably another Probably the newest. One. Yeah. You know, that, that, that is a worth a quick follow-up, because I'm the same way. Like, I, I cannot stand re-watching something. There's only a few things I'll re-watch. But do you have a movie that you will re-watch? So, all right, I heard we've got... Um, King Arthur, Legend of the Sword. Guy Ritchie's King Arthur, because we don't have a, have a movie they'll re-watch. Yeah, Gladiator. Oh, nice. that's a classic. Oh, that's a good one. Master and Commander is another one mm. that I'll do, yeah. Oh, that's pretty that good. Way longer, though. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, mine's kind of lame, but like Lord of the Rings, Fellowship of the Ring, 
to me is just so classic. Mm-hmm. I can watch it over and over and over. Okay. Yeah. I could watch literally anything I like over and over and over. Um, so all movies that I enjoy fall mm. into that category for me. Predominantly, probably the longest running movie I have watched many times throughout my life is The Mummy. Mm. And oh, The Mummy Returns. Classic. I've watched yeah. Major yeah. League a lot. Can, a lot. <laughs> Major League, yeah. I can just, if you want, I'll act the movie out for you right now. Mm-hmm. Give it the ear. Yeah, cut the mic. We <laughs> should just make the podcast that. <laughs> Uh, I think for me, it's got to be Pacific Rim. Like at the That's drop a of a hat, yeah. I will watch that movie. And it's it's a cheesy movie that I just adore with all my heart. Mm-hmm. But speaking of things that people adore with all their heart, I kind of want to go back to understand a little bit of the, the worldview, if you will, the heart, the origin of uh, one of these characters here. So I think we're going to roll back to a, a scene. We're going to see what we have going on. So I imagine we kind of start with a black screen. You just have audio coming through. You can hear the sounds of breaking wood, splintering wood and breaking glass, that crackle of fire, occasionally pierced by like the whinny horses and sort of the, the jumbling of male voices you can't quite make out. And then you the darkness begins to split in the center. You're going to do like the eye-opening blink fade a little. And it's almost in that montage, like opening of an A24 movie sort of way, which like it's kind of coming to, you see it moving through the woods, like the point of view shot of someone quickly heading towards uh, a window in the room. And through the window, you see a group of people ransacking and, and burning these stables visible through the windows. But you see a few of them kind of break off these three figures, these three shapes working their way towards the main house, like the point of view from the window. Like a more of an establishing shot of the room. You can just see the, the back silhouette of the figure and reach over and grab this sword and then start walking, like moving quickly towards the door. You know, jump to the outside shot. Those three figures coming over. Oh, yeah. I saw, I saw something up in the window looking at us. Stay stay sharp. Oh, oh, why the fuck are we here, all right? We're bandits, not vampire killers. Let's just take this guy's stuff and get the hell out of here. First one looks at him. Shut it. Now keep your eyes peeled. Huh? I heard he can fly. In the background, you gotta hear the third one. <laughs> I don't really know. Just kind of like nervous a little bit. And then out of the shadows... I am no monster. This is my home. Leave now, I have done you no wrong. Shit, there it is. Instantly, you can kind of see now, you recognize to be Drosharis moving quickly, swiftly, not like gliding, but almost, almost sort of moving in a, like, it's almost like we like, watch stop motion stuff kind of move quickly in a way that the eye can't quite track just right. Jumping in, one swing, the bandit just kind of falls to the ground. An arm rolls off to the side. He stands there looking at the other two standing over the body of the one he fell. Get out. The two that are left, they move in quickly. Andrusaris fends them off. You can see the swordsmanship brings up a parry here, turns it into a counter repost, following it down the side of the blade, up the arm, into the shoulder, quickly turns, brings it down. 
And just as that happens, whoosh, an arrow just sinks right into his back shoulder. Whipping around, you can see three more land. <laughs> the arrows just sticking into these big, thick, heavy arrows. He's down on his knees. The last bandit, the one he wasn't quite able to turn around to, right behind him, just... And you can see just a little bit of the tip of a dagger stick out through his ribs as it punches it through. More start approaching. Kind of begins to fade out a little bit as you can hear the sounds of just blunt impacts on a body. The crunch and the break of bones. And that darkness, just sort of here. We got it, didn't we? What? This ain't no vampire. No, fuck, it's a damn fear. Just a little baby one at that. Boris specifically told me vampire. What do we do now? Yeah, we take what we can and burn the rest down and get rid of the body. I'll handle you and Boris when we get back. Kind of follows this body, this body of Versaris, kind of coming in and out as the camera comes in and out, sort of maybe following his consciousness. Sees a tree, something familiar to him. There's nothing for a while. There's just the sound of a river, the way the sound changes when you're underwater. You can hear the lapping of it and eventually kind of cuts back to that really centered shot in his face as he <gasps> comes to and feels himself bound, struggling to keep his head above water, bobbing in and out, blacking in and out. Time's really hard to track for you as a viewer. You're sure even harder for him in that situation until eventually begins to open up again. The sounds of the waters change from enveloping to more lapping at the edge, the banks of something. And we're back in that point of view shot. The eyes opening just a little bit. There's a woman leaning above him and see through a net that he's in as he's being dragged out by her. Stands up. Right as there's this coughing, cut to the wide, cut to the establishing shot. Water is just coming out of his mouth as he coughs it up. <coughs> Who are you? My name is Kalistrid. Be easy. You're safe now. And kind of cuts from that back to the right, the, right where we ended the last episode. I went back and listened to it a little bit just to make sure I could remember what happened. And it's. Drosharish there on top of this roof in the tram, just watching it, silhouetted by the moon, the monastery up on the hill. As we pan out, realizing someone else is watching him in turn. We'll go ahead and uh, just bring it forward. How's everyone feeling about the investigation? Lots of lead, not a lot of time. Slightly scared. Well, I was feeling okay, but not anymore. <laughs> yeah, the, the Don't time like is, this shadowy figure situation yeah. we've got going on. The time is a big factor. You know, you have basically one more night and two more days of time before this event, this masquerade ball happens. I mean, if essentially we, we, we tracked down a lead and it came to nothing. I mean, we, we encountered a creature, mm -hmm. but... We didn't learn that much, yeah, right? Mm -mm. Yeah, I sort of feel like we're running out of time, kind of, um, because we spent a whole night, you know, trying to figure out 
who these people are, where they are organized out of, and all we've done is scared the shit out of some guy who was being forced to help. And he said he said he left something at a bank, I think. Yeah, he's going to give us... We have to go to the bank and see him, which is either another trap or he's legitimately scared. And it seems like there is no other option for getting into this place than getting an invitation. Yeah. So, mm. Well, that's what you know now. Mm. You don't know if there's more you can learn by gathering information or investigating or if there's something else, but that's sort of the context and information you have at this point. You want to, you, if I'm okay, sort of rolling ahead to that next morning. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We agree that we started on a, a Tuesday, sort of Wednesday morning now, knowing that you have Thirsty Thursday evening of the Masquerade Ball. <laughs> so what's, what's the morning? What's the plan? What lead should we follow today? Um, well, first and foremost, Valentine uh, eats a croissant, mm-hmm. cup of coffee, Ooh. does not talk to anyone before those two things are done. Sure. It looks delicious, you must say. Mm, yeah. yeah. Maybe. Jashar yeah. gingerly makes his way down the stairs from his room. He's robed and veiled again. Sits down at a table. Did you across, see? looking at you but another table and sits down and has coffee. Well, how did, how did everyone sleep last night? <laughs> well. Oh. Do, do you sleep? Yes, I sleep. I think that's an, we have a racist over here. I believe she's a racist. <laughs> okay, I just saw you doing a lot of lurking last night. Well, a lot of the work gets done at night. So, yesterday I stopped by a tailor who gave me the names of two people who seem rather prominent in town and will most likely be on the invite list. Uh, one being the head magistrate Orvald. Orvald. Garmino, the other being Zentaya Calabista. Uh, oh. And I remember it, she's the leader of the local... She's farmer. the leader of the local farmer's co-op. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't... Wouldn't people notice she's not there? Probably. But they're not there? Two of them? Both of them? Most likely. I think one advantage we have is it's a masquerade ball. Can't say I'm too thrilled about the idea of masks after yesterday. Ah, yes. Well, we all have them, don't we? Mm. Face parasites? Masks. Obviously. Um, whoever said that. <laughs> it's me! It's a voice in my head. <laughs> I'm your conscience. <laughs> Face parasites? <laughs> well, what should we do? Stop by going to the bank. If, uh, yeah, what did that banker land? leave us? So you can go and check that out. And if you inquire as to um, information left for an NW, it's just the next morning. So there isn't any information yet, but there is a sum transferred into that initials, an account made available for 6,000 gold. Nice. Oh, holy guacamole. <laughs> Yes, that's this a is, lot uh, of cash. This is mine. It's all under my name. Thank you. Yeah, actually, uh, you were the hero. <laughs> Six thousand one hundred gold. Six thousand one hundred gold. Well, this that feels like extortion. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> where, where, do I smell coffee? 
<laughs> Val just slides you a cup oh, of coffee. Oh, thank you. I think we need to Leave? start by ta- perhaps tailing someone, some one of these two individuals. We could also inquire about the the name of the, the creature thing we fought. Mm-hmm. What was its name again? Vayun. That was their like a given name, yeah. So perhaps there's more information about someone with that name. Wasn't the banker going to look that up for us? The banker was looking to the ownership title. The ownership um, title of the mill. Yeah. But none of that really helps us get an invite to the party. You're looking for an invite to the party. You're also trying to find out even what the heck's going on with it. Yeah. I learned something last night. What did you oh, learn? I noticed that uh, one of the final blades... Yeah, you heard people talking about I heard, it. I heard people talking about one of the final blades has been moved into the monastery. Did the blade have a name? Oh, uh, <laughs> I have it written down here. Uh, it was Silent Lenore. The Silent Lenore. That's the blade used to kill Camilla's mother. Oh, dear me. Huh. So you now have three quarters of a day left. <laughs> <laughs> you've really, you've really, really made it? the most of this what brunch. What time is it? It's probably about 9.30 now. Get some lunch. <laughs> so, so are we doing lunch? There's a, there's a great cafe around the corner. has a curly bird special. You know, what used to be here. <laughs> um, I would like to begin tailing Orvald Gramino, Garmino. You don't even know where he is. I don't know where his office Let's is. Let's go find yeah. that guy. Okay, so you're going to go to his office? No, I'm not going to his office. I'm just trying to spy on him. So how long do you want to spend sitting outside? The way the you building? say that makes me feel like I shouldn't do this. No, you <laughs> certainly can. need to do things that are like time. time. I'm just tracking time. Less time consuming, I guess. Actually, yeah. okay, regroup. Val is going to look at everybody and say, I think we need to talk to Zendaya. <laughs> <laughs> I hear she performs wonderfully. <laughs> Zendaya Calvista the head of the farmer's co-op. It sounds like she might be somebody that would be attending this event and maybe we can learn more about it from her or get an invitation somehow or at the very least knock her on the head and tie her up and take it. I don't Uh, oppose to uh, any uh, of those I'm sorry, what what was that last one? Nothing. Nothing. There's nothing. Uh, I'm suspicious, but okay. Hmm? Lead the way. So... Would I know from this information I got at the tailor where I could find this person? There's a building that is the farmer's co-op in All town. Right. And I think that we could go in with some sort of ruse about looking for some herb that could be grown in the local landscape to help with this cure we're supposed to be getting. Oh, yes, yes, I can help with that. Yes. I bet you can. Mm-hmm. Yes. That's a very good lie. Thank you. I'm very good at lying. Wait, we're lying? Don't we all know it? I'm a legendary liar. You look very sinister. Well, you have red eyes a... and bite people, so I didn't. I didn't choose this life. <laughs> so Watson, like knowing this this plan, just kind of like sets off for the farmers co-op. Um, <laughs> While we're arguing, he's just like, ding, yeah, ding, ding, ding. farmers co-op, farmers co-op. So you work your way to the headquarters of the farming cooperative. It's a rather large building built quite well in a sort of farmstead barn-esque style. Plenty of room 
you know, sort of a, like a fantasy world 4-H hall kind of vibe. And you can kind of, you see it set up and you can see some doors that lead in. There's like a posting outside declaring it the headquarters of the farming cooperative, but nothing special from the outside. Hello? You say from outside the building? There's no response outside the building. <laughs> we're, we're not we're not in the building quite yet. Well, I, you know, it's, it, in farming communities, uh, sometimes you can just yell and someone will sort of come out. So. That's fair I know, you probably don't. <laughs> he, uh, he he walks in into the mm-hmm. building. Beside herself, she Val laughs a little bit at <laughs> Watson, like <laughs> just being a kooky old man. <laughs> like she wants really bad to be annoyed, but I think I kind of chuckle with you and then follow you in. All right, everyone else going. We're as going well? in. So you're going to it, and you can see a. A rather, a rather large room set up here, and it's uh, it's evident that sort of well, this room is set up to hold like giant sort of meetings. You guess of the whole cooperative. It's pretty clear that there like hasn't been one for a hot second. There's all sorts of chairs and tables pushed up against the walls. Like I said, very 4-H hall feeling. Like the chairs are stacked up, the tables against the side. There's plenty of of room sort of made there. But what you do see is a, an elf dressed in rather like smart and reasonable attire, uh, sitting sort of like sit stand, like sort of not sitting, but not fully standing behind a desk, sort of um, going through some paperwork written quickly with a lot of intent and focus on it at first. But when you come in, you can uh, you can see that the elf just sort of looks up. Shall ah, Hello, I'm uh, Secretary Zentaya Calabesta. Can I help you? Oh, uh, hello. My uh, my name is Watson Himmelke. Uh, uh, we are we're hoping to uh, we're hoping hoping to we were looking for a route. Is that is that what we were doing? Uh, so uh, something for a healing poultice. I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm very old. My mind sort of wanders sometimes. You'll excuse me. She kind of sort of cocks her head like she hears something. Shakes it a little bit. Um, you know, excuse me. I'm, I'm doing everything I can to prepare for the the uh, Harvest Jubilee. There's a lot to get done before it really kicks off in earnest. Oh, yes, we've heard that there are a lot of events going on here. We're actually new to town, just waiting on a potion for a friend who's very sick. And uh, we uh, came yes. here for mm-hmm. it, but uh, it seems like it's a busy time. There's a lot going on. Yes, I, I'm, I'm very sorry. And she's still like, you see, she's still signing papers. She's still jotting notes down. Like she's paying some attention to you, but still working. Yes, of course it is. Very, I'm, I'm very sorry about your friend. Um, yes. Uh, that, although we don't really have much here unless they're looking for, uh, well, farm gear or to fund this a little bit, I suppose that wouldn't help with their cocks or head again. Are oh, you all right? What, what yes. kind of farm gear do you have? Um, is it for sale? Valentine, what's your perception bonus? Plus 25. She keeps looking over at a spot in the floor when she's like cocking her head like she's hearing something. Uh, it's just in the normal time. There's not much to it. We really try to do what we can to create sort of a collective buying power to bring in resources and oh. create a better selling rate for our goods elsewhere as we export them to some of the nearby regions. It's really what we can do to try to make sure that the, the resources we have here work together, that we oh. don't hurt each other's businesses. Oh, that's very smart, yes. Yeah. 
Out of curiosity, are all the people in town just here for this jubilee? And um, I suppose most of them, some are coming in just for the the trade and the, the food, but of course we haven't been able to have the jubilee in a, a couple of years, so this is a, it's a big it's a big time for us here. It's really important. You know, I really enjoy experiencing new cultures. Oh. Is it possible that we will be able to attend this festival? It's public it's in the streets. They have parts of it set up in the, the town square, not the town commons, really, if you will. Silly me, I thought uh, I heard you needed an invitation. For the, the Jubilee? No, it's, it's open to everyone. Uh, kind of cocks her head again, looking over. Sorry, um, is there something I can help you with? You could tell us how to get in the compartment. Pulls out a knife, holds it to her throat. Tell us how to get in the fucking compartment. It's not just the, just the Jubilee, though, right? There is a... Uh, Secret party? <laughs> um, and, uh, look, I'm sure there's, there's plenty of after parties in some of the local oh. taverns. That's what you mean. Look, I'm sorry, I really don't mean to be rude, but there really is a lot to get done before this. I'm sorry, are you. Never, I mean, look, I would is like everything to help all right? You, you seem very distracted. Uh, yes, there's just so much to get done before this starts. I Have think. you seen this face hugger? Um, how far away is the like thing that she keeps looking at so here's what I'm saying if if you're focusing on talking with her you're not picking this up I'm not talking to her I'm kind of sitting back here with you okay uh, having noticed that she was looking at a spot in the floor is it like do I see something in that spot or it's just kind of generically as though she's like looking down like to a basement or something you look over at a part of the floor in this sort of barn-like structure, and you see that it looks like some of the floorboards look newer. Well, we're just trying to get to know the town and see if there's anything that we can find to help our friend. Do you mind if we just look around for a little while? We won't bother you anymore. Um, this isn't... I, look, this building's really for members of the co-op and, and meetings. Diplomacy? <laughs> sure. Question Go ahead. Save all come I can do intimidation. Where's Harvey Dent? <laughs> Ooh. Drop this lady off the top of the co-op. <laughs> God. I wasn't trying to kill you. I was just trying to help the working folk of, of Litron. That's a 42. Um, look, I, I suppose it, it won't do much harm, but I, there's really not much I can offer. Um, sure, look around for a minute before you head out. Around. Yeah. So she goes back and she's sort of looking at the paperwork, keeps looking up over at you, but then actually, back so paperwork. is she? So she's like at a desk, mm-hmm. I assume. Yeah. Uh, are there any other desks around? There are some tables that have been like said pushed up against the wall. It's one of those sort of versatile workspaces. You can tell that they can pull the tables out and create a big space for. Meetings or presentations, talks. Okay, so under the guise of kind of like, oh, I'm just wandering around, like looking around. I'm gonna try to like look at her desk to see if I can see anything, like a paper, and like she's probably not gonna have this fucking invitation just like sitting out on the table. But sure, g- give me a deception check to sort of hide um, can, what you're doing. Can I aid her by sort of distracting the 
the speaker. That's what I was going to say. Which like, is like, some boring conversation. Yeah, you talk to her while we pull this floorboard yeah. out. You so, guys do this old man <laughs> shit. <laughs> I'm strong. I'm going to pull the floorboard. Uh, so anyone who wants to distract, we'll have to distract with a deception check. I'm, I'm going to allow, allow one person to aid, and please make that aid check before you... Uh, Probably who else not, good at deception? not best to be me. Yeah. Okay, that's Jason raising his hand. Mm-hmm. For the viewers out there, I raised my hand. Um, yeah, okay. So I'll do a, you said diplomacy or deception? Deception. Deception. You're a part of this. What's the total? 53. It's going to be an aid. Right, is that 19 plus 22? Okay. No, 43. 43. That's 43. 43. It's still an aid. Yeah. <laughs> no, or, uh, so I get... Does that add to my total? Give you a plus one. It might be a critical eye, but I'm just going to give you a plus one. Okay, that's a that's a forty six. Okay, um, you're able to kind of get a look closer. Wait, and, oh, <laughs> wait. Oh, oh, uh, I just get a bonus to. Uh, if I critically succeed, I get a bonus to hiding my true purpose. Ah, okay. Um. So you're able to kind of get a look over her shoulders. You get a little closer, and it's it's paperwork around uh, like permits for the jubilee and timing, people's like applications for uh, like sales tax and the selling there. It's just it's straight up um, just work business around this harvest festival, this jubilee. Okay. The thing you do notice is she, a couple times like cocks her head, like she really. It's like she's hearing. Like, you know what? It's like when there's that sound, you're like, am I really hearing something? She seems to be having that, but you don't hear a fucking thing. Mm. Uh, can Fox go over where she was looking? And sure. I'm like hitting on her in Elvin. Um, He's over there pulling a floorboard up. Do you speak <laughs> Elvin? Yes. Oh. And uh, detect magic. So as you start walking over there, she just sort of, I'm, what, I'm, what What are you doing over there? Just looking around. Hey, girl. What you doing? <laughs> not, <And Elvin. laughs> not now, old man. <laughs> I, you, there's nothing you need over there. Um, no, look, please. It's really, it's really time for you to go. Are there any barn cats in here? <laughs> no. <laughs> God damn, man. What's what do we do to lady? find out? Like, I, we cannot find out any information. Uh, okay, well, thank you, thank you very much. Uh, we'll, uh, enjoy your, your festival. What yes. time does this place close at night? Fox is gonna keep walking that direction. Really? Uh, you you need to, you um it's really it's time for you to go. You need to it's time for you to leave, please. Um Val is gonna like knock something off her desk to try to like distract <gasps> and her. And she jumps like she's terrified. <laughs> what who, who are you? I don't um, And she's like breathing heavily. She's getting close to just sort of like kind of losing her con- her self control. Am I detecting magic at all? You're not. Can I Perception the room and see if someone's like running to help her have her nervous breakdown. Uh, while she's like, is someone running up? Sure. Let me. I've got your bonus back here. You're not picking up anything in terms of like a person coming. Okay. You're not hearing anything else, but she's she seems panicked. Oh, here, here, darling. You seem seem very very uh, on edge. And uh, he just kind of gives her like some water from a decanter. Oh, I thought you were going to put her to sleep or something. And like, as you get close, like it's, it's that small moment of like human kindness. And she breaks down. Like she's just, Oh, he's like gritting her teeth as like a, a tear just starts rolling down. Oh, it's I, okay. That's God. No, please. I, I just keep hearing it. I just keep hearing it. You, I just need what? to make it stop. 
God, I can hear it calling to me from right beneath there. I can hear its voice. I can hear it calling. What voice? The body. Oh. Buried right there. Oh, boy. I've spent so long buried, steeped in lies, and murdered. One more death just seemed so minor, but I can't get it to stop calling to me. Minor. Yikes. I can hear it. I can hear its heart beat like an accusation in my ears, and it never stops again. Okay. And again. Can we help you? What are you talking about? Can I do, like, a medicine check on her? Like, is she having an anxiety attack? Is she out of her mind? Yeah, um, it's... Your medicine bonus, your DC, she's having a panic attack. Um, she's really struggling. She's under a lot of, it seems like, pressure. Can I use treat wounds or, like... So there are, there is a feat that allows you to use treat wounds to treat... Emotional uh, effects. Interesting. Yeah, if, if you don't have it, you don't have it. And this could be more of, like, a diplomacy to help someone or something like that. Mm-hmm. I'll rub her back. <laughs> and she kind of like flinches yeah. like a little bit and at first she jumps away times like have changed you have to ask <laughs> oh, oh I'm sorry he is 340 years old I'm sorry I'm no harm she sort of just like shut us times were bad back then oh god I I don't I don't know where to start it's just look I heard something was going to happen and something was coming I was supposed to deliver the message and then Leave. I didn't want to know it was going to come, and then they sent one after me. And I didn't think it'd be a big deal, but it. What are you talking about? And she's just sort of like, give me a diplomacy check. Like you're trying to break through to her. Well, this is happening. So we've got Watson and Valentine over here. What's uh, Josharis and Fox doing? Fox, you are over near these floorboards, these newer floorboards, and you're seeing that you're two of your sort of fellowship over there comforting her. What's going Did on? Did we here? hear that it was a dead body? Yeah, it's not a. It's not so big. You can't okay, hear her. Pull I was gonna be like, yeah, yeah. we also probably like made eye contact. Like, I'm <laughs> working on getting the floorboard up. No, please don't, don't open it. It's okay, dear. We know we're professionals. So have I. We can help you. We'll take it away for you. It won't be enough. We'll just send more. Then tell me who, who is, it is. Who is they? The, them. She sort of motions up and to the 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 east. In the direction of the monastery. the monastery. We know who you're talking. The gardeners. Yes. Look, I don't, I don't know what's going to happen, but there's something, there's something coming. There's, there's higher up there. I don't know what it is, but they're working on something, and I don't know if it means the surrender, the exposure, or the sacrifice of the ranks. But I've spent my life in service to them. And I couldn't just stand to see hundreds of our own died and killed for something I don't even understand or they won't explain. I was supposed to deliver an invitation to uh, the mayor of Tregan, but I, I couldn't leave. I didn't know what was going to happen to everyone I've served with. Do you still have it? The invitation? I, it's, it's, oh God, it's around here somewhere. But look, when I didn't leave, they sent, and she looks back at the floor, they sent him. Even now I can still hear it. Boom, 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 boom. She sort of pounds on her chest as if to mime what she's hearing. How did he die? I killed him. I couldn't let them know that I hadn't followed orders. Well, if if you can get the invitation into our hands, we can ensure that they won't come after you. And we will get rid of this body for you. Well, I can do, I can do what I can, but I just, God, it's so hard to focus. I just hear it pounding in my head. 
over and over again. My friend here is a very powerful surgeon. He's a very powerful yes. medic. And he has the magical ability to erase this memory from your mind. Give me a deception oh, check. I don't. She's like, shut the fuck up. If you help us, he's like, where did you? I have that. If you help us, we can, we can take this away from you. We can protect you. Okay, I'm. Maybe it's, maybe it's here some. How long has the has the person been dead? It was, and it right as this happens, forty-two. But you start to feel. Like inside of your chest, a rhythm beat. Boom. 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 There it is. It's a kid. Can you please hear it? You must hear it too, right? Yes. I really thought this was more of a metaphor, but. I do hear it. Uh, Fox is going to go right above the one of the floorboards, take his halberd, and just jam it down into the ground. And as. As your halberd strikes down, the the floorboard cracks just a little. Then you feel this rumble beneath your feet, and that crack starts to split. As it cracks open, and the whole, the whole ground begins to shake and rumble. And I'm going to need some checks from people. I don't think Uh-oh. we can fight this thing. I don't think we can fight this thing. <laughs> oh, no. You said there was a dead body under here. You lying, your mother. That <laughs> <laughs> was very polite. Well, you seem distressed. <laughs> Seems like you're having a bad lying day. Lying asshole. <laughs> okay, so here's the deal. The ground just begins to start shaking. And that... It's that moment, almost like uh, Saving Private Ryan, when he's like shooting the pistol and the tank blows up, and you're like, what? And then it pans out and you see what happens. So you jam the butt of your halberd down into the floorboards and they crack. And the crack just keeps getting bigger and bigger, and this fissure just starts opening up in the ground. And so right as that happens, there's this giant bit as it just keeps happening, and there's these deep fissures that begin opening. I would like some reflex saves from all of you. Mm. Oh. oh. All right. Let's uh let's go around the table here. Jason, what do you got for your reflex save? 43. Oh, and you have evasion, right? Yes. So I will critically succeed if I succeed. Dear God. So you're going to critically succeed. All right, and although the ground starts to shake, the roof starts to fall in places, but it holds still, the floor opens. You're able to jump to the side as this 40-foot deep fissure opens up in the floor, jumping to the side. Jared, what did Fox get? 41. Ooh, that's the DC. Now, do you have evasion as well? I do not. So you jump out of the way of this fissure, falling prone. What's uh, what's, what's going on over there with Watson? Watson got a forty-five. Wow! So you jump out of the way, fall Dex- prone. Don't go into the fissure. Dexy old man. I got. A, I rolled a nineteen. Oh, Jane's making a Jane face. <laughs> oh. Yeah. What did Valentine get? Jane and a Jane. I see a three. Let me just say that Valentine has a plus thirty 
to her reflexes. Okay, great. And got a 33. Yeah. Well, that's not good. That's, not, that's good. not good. Valentina is a badass. Jane is bad at rolling dice. <laughs> <laughs> Both are bad. So what's that total again? 33. 33. Well, it's, it's not a critical failure. Okay. That's good. So you're going to fall into oh this 40-foot deep fissure. Yikes. <laughs> is it open it's beneath is you? Is there a zombie down, down here? <laughs> Why would you say a zombie? Uh, the dead body. No, just uh, just take 20 points of damage and you're uh, prone uh, at the bottom of this fissure. As falling damage, that could have been a lot worse. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if this is something I'm supposed to do now or later, but I do have an ability called Kip Up, where I can get back up from being prone without... Uh, a reaction happening to me. Yeah, I'd be like on your next turn yeah, or whatever to turn. get up, yeah. So, alright. Now let's take a look at this room and what it looks like. I'm in a room? No. Oh. You're in a hole. No, I'm talking about like, let's, I'm, I'm gonna actually let me go ahead and show you what the interior of this hall looks like. Gotcha. Alright. So you can kind of really get a look at what's going on in this this co-op Let's go ahead and let's uh let's roll initiative for exactly this reason. All right. Let me uh roll some initiative on my side. What do we add to our initiative? Uh in this case it's gonna be perception. Perception. Okay. Oh you wasted it. (laughs) Yeah. Me too. (laughs) Go first. (laughs) Two of them? Wow. Maybe that's a good thing. Maybe that's a terrible thing. Yeah. I rolled a 19 before. This roll. Before it was cool. We're going to come in here and roll like shit. Yeah, yeah everything so else is going to be rolling on hero lab from now on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, what's, what's the worst that could happen? All right, so who's rocking uh, higher than a 45? Valentina's at a 45. 43, yeah. 42. Oh, wait, so sorry, wait. perception. So this is. Battlefield Surveyor, I get plus two, so 45. 45, so you got 45. Wow. Valentine, you also have 45? Mm-hmm. Okay. That's and amazing. with Battlefield Surveyor, that's going to put Drosaurus uh, first. We need those 45s, apparently. Uh, okay, uh, and then I'm who's just going to walk f- away while you get... <laughs> who's got 30... I don't get gored by this rhino. <laughs> <laughs> who's got 30 or... Uh, sorry, 40 or higher? Uh, Fox has a 42. Perfect. Damn. Watson, what are you rocking? Uh, a 38. Huh. Okay. Well. So we're going to start with uh, Drosaurus. So there's the ground rips open. There's this giant 40-foot deep chasm that has opened up there in the center of this giant room. And Valentine has fallen down into it. So am I right here outside of the hole? No, uh, you're, you're right there. Okay. Just don't worry about that yet. I just want to know mm. like what the mechanics was. Yeah, like, you're outside okay. the hole. You're you're you were still on your feet. You kept your yeah. footing as the whole ground was okay. shaking, but everyone else sort of fell in. What do you got going on? What are you gonna do? I think that I would run. Mm-hmm. So you're gonna run around the run, edge of the yeah, chasm, kind of in between. We'll run around in between this lady and um. Watson, who's on the ground. Get over to Zendaya and Watson, sort of away from the chasm towards the desk where they are. Right. All right, so you run over there for one action. You got two left. What are you doing? Um, I'm going to help you to your feet, Watson. All right. Oh, thank you. 
And then I will... Yeah, we'll call that an action. I'm cool with that. Turn towards the lady and ask her what this is. I'm, I'm going to intimidate her. Okay. Um, you don't need to give me a roll for okay. that because uh, like, to intimidate, to make an impression, essentially takes time unless you have that feat that can let you do it in an, as an action. Um, and so in this case, like, look, she's freaking out. And so she's just, they're coming, they're coming for I wanna me. I want to know it's if coming. she did this. That's what I... Ah, so even though she did this, that's going to be like a sense motive, basically. Okay. So what's your perception bonus? 24. Um, she's terrified. She's absolutely terrified. Okay. You don't know if that means she did it or not, but she is terrified. Okay. All right, Valentine, you're stuck down in this uh, this 40-foot deep chasm. Mm-hmm. It's not a great place to be. I'm thinking I'm just going to stay here. Yeah? You're just yeah. going to hang out in the bottom yeah. of it? You know what? You guys do what you got to do up there. Go on. And uh, that's pretty much it. I just got the friend. We're going to leave now. <laughs> Come on, old man. All right. <laughs> where, are we, where are we going? <laughs> Away from here. So are, are you going to stay there, though? Uh, well, no. I'm going to kip up, get up from prone. Doesn't trigger any reactions. Um, so I'm mm-hmm. in the bottom of a chasm. And... And you said it's 40 feet? Yeah. Is there any, does it look like there's like handholds like I could try to climb out? It does look quite climbable. It's pretty rough. All right. It looks uh, like a pretty I am, accessible DC. Uh, okay. I would like to perceive around me to see if there's anything horrible down here. You're going to take an action to do that? Yes. Okay. Give me, a, what's your perception bonus? Plus 25. Um, let's see. So you you don't see anything. Uh, like it's, I mean, you're in the, you're at the bottom of a giant fissure. That's horrifying. The ground shaking. That's scary. But you don't see like a thing down here. Just what you expect like to see underground. A down here. Okay. Uh, so then, with her remaining action, she's gonna begin climbing up. Okay. So you have two actions to climb. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's an athletics check. Mm-hmm. And. The amount you can climb is going to be kind of based a lot on how well you do here. Okay, the first one is a twenty-one or is a thirty-one. All right, so it's going to be a critical success. So let's talk about what happens with that. All right, so in climb, which is here we go, athletics check. Uh, you're going to be looking for with a critical success. You're going to be able to move safely up or down five feet plus five feet for every 20 feet of your land speed. So probably a total of 10 feet. Yes. So you'll move 10 feet up the wall because mm-hmm. your land speed's what, 30 with your boots? Mm-hmm. So yeah, you round down. Yeah, so you get to move 10 feet up. Okay. And I'm going to use the last action to try to do it again. So you're climbing up this wall as quickly as you can. Mm-hmm. What's that total? That's going to be a 29. And it's another critical success. You're now 20 feet up. You're halfway up and out of this fissure. Excellent. Fox, it's your turn. Fox is going to stand up Mm -hmm. from prone. Um, And then he is going to cast. He's Mm -hmm. going to cast haste on himself. Very smart. Mm -hmm. And then does he get the one more action this turn? He does. Okay. Can only be used to stride or strike, but you got it. It can only be used to stride or strike. Yeah, the extra action can only be used to stride or strike. Okay, he'll move closer to everyone else towards us. Okay, 
So um, you're so you'll cast, stand up, and move. Yeah. Okay. Great. All right. You get your way moved over there. It's now her turn. She just spends her turn, uh, kind of freaking out. She climbs up off the ground where she fell over, and is just like shaking, clutching onto the desk, muttering, "They're coming for me! They're coming for me! They're coming for me!" Watson, what do you do? Can Watson delay? Uh, yes. What would you like to delay? Well, I guess you can come in at the end of a thing, right? You can just, like, say when I want to enter combat again, right? Uh, yeah, it has to be at the end of a turn. Like, you can't interrupt a turn or an action, but at the end of any turn, or essentially at the end of any initiative step, you can come in. If you were to think about it, like, in a really video game way, be like, at the end of every action, be like, would you like to change your initiative to this? Like, no, I want to keep holding. Or like, yes, come in now. Yeah, I'll just delay. Okay. So now it's this thing's turn. And coming up out of the ground, you see this collection, this... God, how does, how does phrase it? it? It's almost like these squarish stones, each a few inches across, but the stones have mouths, like split geodes. And they're eating their way up through the ground beneath the feet of Valentine. And there are so many of them. It is a swarm of these creatures oh, eating their way up. Okay. And the first thing they're going to do on their turn is a special ability. I'm just going to call it right here. This ability is called Landslide. Mm. It's technically a free action. We're gonna, oh, I'm gonna like I'm sort of spending this creature's turns a little bit. It sort of cast earthquake as its first actions, basically. Uh, sort of, and so I'm sort of counting that retroactively as taking its actions. So it's think about it as its turn. Its first action would have been to move up to where it's seen now. I already cast the earthquake action, so I'm making sure I don't give myself sort of a cheat with that. And then it will then use a free action, earthquake. If this swarm's most recent action was to use earthquake. It will then try to close the fissure. Oh, no. On anyone who is inside of it. Oh, no. So, Jane, Valentine's going to need to make an extremely important reflex saving throw to sort of climb up out of the closing fissure beneath her. Right now? Right now. Okay. Or you'll be buried alive. Mm. Okay, okay. That's pretty good. It's a 43. You're going to make it. And you just barely, like, as the ground's closing beneath you, you're able to, like, use the closing ground to maneuver yourself up. And you're now standing there in the center of this swarm, these living rocks trying to eat everything around you. Mm-hmm. It's the end of their turn. Watson, would you like to enter in the initiative now? I think I would like to enter the initiative. <gasps> Watson, please enter in the initiative. Um. Okay. What's it going to be? Yeah. Show us what you got. You're a nature Duck. guy. Can you just talk to these guys? Be like, hey, take it easy. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> Stony geodes. What I'm just like, what I'm not sure about is them being a swarm. Like, will, will spells hit it like normal? Does that make sense? So look, you've been an adventurer for a while. Let's just say that in, in second edition, swarms are so much easier. They just have a bunch of resistances to things. Gone is the whole like, it must use area effects sort of mm-hmm. stuff. Okay. Phenomenal. Area um, effects give bonuses against them for sure, but you don't exclusively have to do that. Uh, 
Okay, look, you know what? I'm just going to give you this one. You are a 16th level adventurer. You have fought a swarm before, right? Yeah. So I'm just going to let you know this. You, normally this would be a recall knowledge, but I imagine at some point in 16 levels of adventuring, you've recalled knowledge on a swarm. A swarm is a massive cloud, a mass or cloud of creatures that function as one monster. Its size entry gives the size of the entire mass, though for most swarms, the individuals make up something much smaller. The swarm can occupy the same space as other creatures and must do so in order to use its damaging actions. A swarm typically has weakness to effects that deal damage to an area, and they're immune to things such as being grappled, mm -hmm. prone, or restrained. But other than that, you can just attack them finally. Gone is that old stuff. That first edition apprehension I can hear in your voice. That makes us just want to close the door and leave. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, well, so, uh, see you later. Do we really attach this adventure? Yeah, or should we start yeah. something new? Let's just burn this building down. And I mean, <laughs> I, I've got some shit. The, the question is, do I kill Val standing in the middle of it in Jeez the course evil. of doing this? <laughs> um. You're not that great, okay? <laughs> We're all a little evil. <laughs> Like if I have to, if I'm targeting a creature or an object, I can still target it as yeah. as the swarm. Okay. Exactly. Yeah, you can do targeted spells on it. So was she standing on top of the swarm? She's in the middle of it. They're, They're kind of all around her. How big are they? Like individually? Each about the size of a fist. Okay. Of just solid oh, rock wow. with a weird okay. gaping, chittering mouth. So, first action. Mm -hmm. Overwhelming energy. Mm. Oh, what does that do? It ignores. 16 points of the target's resistance to acid, cold, electricity, fire, or sonic. Okay. Uh, if, if your next action is to cast, obviously. Oh, so this is like a metamagic? Yeah, pretty oh, much. Oh, that's right, because metamagic is just our action economy now. I love that. You can Watson, bring it back to life. Watson will... <laughs> <laughs> <That's> <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> she would literally be so mad. She would kill you in your sleep. Oh, <laughs> because that's true, that. yeah. <laughs> God. Um, I mean, look, you'll probably survive. Scare <laughs> me you will fine. cast Eclipse Burst, a 60-foot burst area. Okay. Uh, I hate this game. Obviously keeping us, the most of the party members, uh -huh. out of it. Just us. including uh -huh. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. the team. Yes, yeah, whatever. <laughs> a, a globe game. of freezing darkness explodes in the area, dealing cold damage. I'll get to the amount. To creatures and objects in the area, sure. plus some additional negative damage to living creatures, mm -hmm. uh, a reflex save. Of course. All right, so I get a reflex save? You, you so do. So I get a reflex save? You do. <laughs> All right. Let's see what this is a seventh level spell. Oh, that's a good roll. Does negative damage give me... No, they've taped out Can negative like stick damage. stick my hand in there? Oh yeah, that feels good. That feels they, good. <laughs> they explicitly separate negative damage from negative healing. Okay, that's right, yeah. Uh so let's let Jane go first. Forty. Uh you you that's a success. Uh you take half the damage. Okay, great. Okay, how do you feel about fifty-three? Uh that would be a Yeah, that would be a crit success. So it's gonna take none of the damage? Yeah. Shit. Are uh, you fucking kidding me? <laughs> what did you roll? I'm not telling 19 you. 19 or something? It's, it's it's close to that. Let me just say you're not off by much at all. I rolled very well. Damn it. <sighs> well, there goes the seventh level spell. So basically you get confused and just directly channel it onto Val. Maybe they'll get confused and think that we're, I don't know, that you're not They're like, us. oh, she's on our oh, team. Oh, she's on our team. Yeah. 
So <laughs> this is going to be... She is evil after all. Well, so did, did Jane at least save? Is she going to take only half damage? Half damage, I yeah. save. All right. Don't have so, that many hit points. So eight D10. Okay. <laughs> and... Oh. <laughs> uh, eight D4. Oh. <laughs> oh no, Trent just like balked back. He's covering his mouth. I'm gonna fucking die. Okay, we'll bring you back. So keep <laughs> keep track of this for me. Uh, this this amount of the damage is 58. Okay, so they'll uh, be halved. It's only 28 points of damage so far. And then uh, another 8d4. God. Okay, that's only d4s. <laughs> yeah. You're 28 points of damage so far, Jane. Bad I minute. know. Uh, 22. So that's 11. 11. So 11. it's 39 points of damage total. All right. So it just shreds part of but your skin. only to you. <laughs> only to you. Only to you. She's like, ah! And she's like, why? Drosaris. Sorry. Don't be mad. It was my idea. <laughs> <laughs> but that was really cool. <laughs> Drosaris, it's your turn. There's this giant swarm of these living rocks just... <laughs> erupting out of the ground. What do you do? Hmm. I don't know, man. Look, it just came out of nowhere. I definitely did not expect it to succeed at that yeah. DC. Yeah, it's uh, it's wild. Look, there's All a right. lot going on here. I'm going to roll up mm-hmm. on the swarm. Sure. Yeah, you can stride over there. It's pretty close. And I will swing with my sword cane. Okay. It is, I mean, like, it is technically flanked, kind of, because Valentine's inside of it. I'm going to call that flanking. Okay. Cool. So, swing with sword cane. Okay. 35. To hit? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's going to be a miss. Okay. Yeah, um, one action left. What's it going to be? Punch with my gauntlet. Great. You punch out at the rocks. Punch some rocks. Okay. I mean... Cast some magic at it didn't work. Kick rocks. <laughs> wow. That's not a slight. That's just fuck this situation. 33. That's a miss as yeah. well. All right. Valentine, it's your turn. Fox, you're on deck. Valentine, what are you going to do? Um, your skin is frost burned in places. Yeah, Valentine is having a bad day. Also, I don't have very many things that could be useful in this situation looking mm-hmm. at my abilities I'm like I could read lips to see what they're talking about with their creepy rock mouths oh true um alright Valentine is going to get out of the swarm okay is that actually the size that it is oh yeah it's it's it is size huge and that's the chasm right there yep well the chasm is closed now oh okay so I can run back towards my piece sure alright I'm going back towards the peeps. Okay. Running out of this swarm situation. Um, and so for my second action, mm-hmm. I'm going to recall knowledge on oh. not swarms, but on this like rock situation. Okay. So and in this I- case, that's going to be going to be a cultism check. Okay. It's not going to be an easy one. I'm going to be honest with you. Hmm. Wait, wait. This is a secret check. Oh. Sorry about that. 
All in right. case you What's care, I rolled a natural 17 if you want to just take Yeah, look, <laughs> secret, secret. All right, I'll give it to you. What's your total? Uh, My total? Are you really? Yeah. Okay. Uh, 17 plus like. whatever you Sounds got. Sounds so shocked. <laughs> yeah. Just not. Do you just feel bad that I fell down a chasm and then got burned by my friend, my only friend? Technically, it was cold damage. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and negative damage. <laughs> the title Frostburn is misleading. <laughs> Valentine has a 23 to occultism, so that's a 40 total. Ooh. A 40 total? Mm-hmm. It's not enough for you to know what, what this is. No. Okay. You don't recognize it. All right, so you've moved. You've done this. you got one action left. What's it going to be? You, know, you don't have any of your weapons out because you weren't able to use your initial ability at the start yeah. of combat. Yeah. Fuck, it's going to... Uh, Valentine is going to run to the desk. Okay. And I mean, I kind of look like I'm by the desk. I don't know. You can tell me whether or not I'm close enough to do something besides just running over there. It's up to you. Valentine's just going to start rifling through the desk to look for that invitation. Okay. Mm -hmm. Uh, You can start looking. You're not going to find anything this turn. Fox, it's your turn. Fox is going to cast shield. Okay. And this magical shield springs to life around your arm. To enter um, Arcane Cascade. Mm-hmm. He's going to bamf out his wings. Mm, what? what? <laughs> There's wings come out from your back. What do these wings look like? Oh, they're very bat-like. Nice. So here are bat. Yeah, it's him. It's the bat. <laughs> There's Harvey Dent. <laughs> exactly. Uh, and he's gonna he's gonna get ten feet up and over. Whoa. The swarm and take okay. a take a swipe. Oh, nice. Give me that roll. That roll he's got zoning. the haste. Oh yeah. Oh, nice. Uh, let's see. That's a uh, forty. Two. That's gonna be a hit. Mm-hmm. What kind of damage is this? This is uh slashing. Alright, alright. So you swing the halberd down into this swarm of living rocks. You're in a slowly barely standing barn. It's the roof's falling in, the floor's rumbling. Twenty-six damage. It looks like only some of that gets mm-hmm. through. Okay. All right. Into your turn, Fox. Zendaya, Zendaya just like grabs down underneath the desk, grabs out this hand crossbow, whips it up, and just fires it into the swarm. I feel like we just need somebody to, like, summon paper. Paper covers <laughs> rock. <laughs> start throwing papers yeah. on top of it. <laughs> <laughs> Crossbow bolt shatters off one of the stones, seems unaffected, uses her action to reload it. It's now this creature's turn. You feel the ground shaking again. This is technically a spell. And that would provoke an attack of opportunity from the two people next to it. Okay. Oh, great. I feel like I'm entering let's myself this into again. the same thing I had a few episodes ago. Like, let's see if they can interrupt this spell. Natural two. Yeah, I think it's probably going to be a miss. I don't know. What's the total? 30, yeah. It's a miss, yeah. 
Jason, what's going on with Drusaurus over there? 50. 50? It's a hit, but not a crit. Okay. Go ahead and roll that damage. Take the damage. Roll it. 19. 19 damage? Mm-hmm. None of it gets through. Yeah. None of it? And so you're standing in this building. The roof above you is just shaking. Parts of it's falling down. The ground's rolling up. Now you're up with the wings, but the ground beneath all of you begins to erupt again, and the floor just cracks open. And we're going to have all of you roll reflex saves next episode. The Live to Die podcast is a production of Live to Die Gaming. Follow us on social media at Live to Die Pod. Leave a review and tune in next week for more. If you like the amazing background audio and music, all that credit goes to Sirenscape. Make sure you check them out at sirenscape.com.